Anybody feel stronger? Anybody feel stronger? Okay, you can nudge, you can point at me, you can say, yeah, I do, I feel stronger. Ellen just came to me and said, do you feel stronger to preach? I said, I do, I do. The title of this morning is Praise is Strength. Praise is Strength. And I want to say, just a suggestion, no condemnation, hear me? But if you don't feel any different because of your praise, maybe you've held too much back. Maybe you haven't let go enough. And maybe you need to, as we journey forward in these coming weeks and months, you need to do some stuff to just change your orientation. I used an expression just now when I was just praying about swinging my compass. And it's... Uh, it's, it's boat jargon. And when you please take your seats, guys, we're, I'm going to talk. So you, I feel as though I've got a great cloud of witnesses behind me cheering me on when you're there. But uh, you've been stood a while. And just can we just acknowledge these guys and and their gifts and their talents and their faithfulness? Oh man, oh man, oh man! When you swing a compass on a boat. You, uh, you're put, you swing the compass because you've installed a new compass. And you put the compass in the boat, and then you have to make sure that the compass knows where true north is. And so you have a master compass that's in a box that sits in a safe place on the boat where there is no uh, metal that can distract it from true north. And the boat has its compass fitted uh, normally in the cockpit uh, or on the steering binnacle. And what you do is you check the boat's compass with the master compass. And to swing the compass, you have to take the boat through the 360, degree, 360 degrees of the compass. And at each point, you check this compass with the master compass. And I want to suggest to you today that you need to swing your compass. Metaphorically, you need to reorientate yourself with the master compass. And that's the word of God. And you just got to, it's not just swinging past, but it's, it's pausing on each point of the compass. Not every, not every degree, but the major degrees. The major degrees. And just refocus. Am I really, am I really, can I trust my spirit? Is my spirit in line with his spirit? Okay, and so what I want to do to today is I want to stir your praise. Okay, you up for that? You up for being provoked a little bit? Just a little. That's okay. I'll be kind. Listen, I'm just pouring out what's what God's been pouring into me. Okay, He's been swinging my compass. All right, uh, and just challenging me. So I want to read Psalm eight. I'm going to speak to you out of Psalm eight, and. Um, but uh, what I was reading just now is Matthew 21. And in Matthew 21, Jesus quotes Psalm 8. But he misquotes it. He gets it wrong. Would you believe it? He gets it wrong. But we're going to look at that. Because I don't think he does. I think we misunderstand. So Psalm 8 says this. And I'm going to read it to you. I've written it out on my piece of paper. Because um, when I'm thinking and talking to God about today 
uh, I need to see what to say. And uh, I don't know about you, but I can read stuff, and I've, I've, finished a, I've finished a line, and I've forgotten what the line is saying. And I have to kind of come back. And so for me, I write because it helps me just to focus on what I'm reading, because I, I read and I write. So this is Psalm 8 from the Passion Translation, and it says this. So just let it wash over you for a moment. Lord, your name is so great, so great and powerful. People everywhere see your splendor. Your glorious majesty streams from the heavens, filling the earth with the fame of your name. You have built a stronghold by the songs of babies. Strength rises up with the chorus of singing children. This kind of praise has the power to shut Satan's mouth. Childlike worship will silence the madness of those who oppose you. Look at the splendor of your skies, your creative genius glowing in the heavens, When I gaze at your moon and your stars, mounted like jewels in their settings, I know you are the fascinating artist who has fashioned it all. But when I look up and see such wonder and workmanship above, I have to ask you a question. Compared to all this cosmic glory, why would you bother with puny mortal man or be infatuated with Adam's sons. Yet what honor you have given men, created only a little lower than Elohim, crowned like kings and queens with glory and magnificence. You have delegated to them majesty over all that you have made, making everything subservient to their authority, placing earth itself under the feet of your image bearers. All the created order and everything living on earth, in the sky and in the sea, the wildest beasts and all the sea creatures, everything is in submission to Adam's sons. And I've written a big red, wow. And then he finishes... Lord, your name is so great, so great and powerful. People everywhere see your majesty. What glory streams from the heavens, filling the earth with the fame of your name. Wow, what a beautiful foundation for praise. And Jesus quotes a portion of this but misquotes it on purpose. Because you see, in Psalm 8, uh, in another translation, it says, through the praises of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies. I want you to get the picture here. It's not my enemies that my praise silence. It's his enemy. But he's planned that your praise shuts Satan's mouth. Your praise Your praise works against the enemy of God. And he's our enemy as well, I know. But God's planned. He's planned. He's planned. He's he's planned to establish a stronghold in us, in us, 
through praise that defeats the foe and the avenger. Wow. It's his plan. But he hasn't just planned to establish a stronghold. Other translations give us a broader, deeper understanding of what he's done. He says, it says in another translation, he ordained, he ordained strength. He ordained strength. He built a fortress. To, to ordain something means to order something to happen. To order something to happen. So if the local authority ordain that the bus station is going to be moved from here to there, that is what happens because the county council have ordained it. They, it's, so it, when God ordained strength, he is, he is saying, I want this to happen in my people, and it will happen through praise. It will happen through praise. The focus of God's intent is to shut the mouth of Satan. Shut the mouth of Satan. I, I have people say to me, man, it's awful. This is happening. That's happening. And where's God? Where's God? Where's God in my pain, in my misery? Where's God? Now, I understand David cried out the same cries. But I'll tell you what turns that around. Praise. 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 Might not mean that your circumstances change, but you change in your circumstances. And suddenly God begins to have a platform to establish rule in your experience where Satan's mouth is shut through your praise. Through your praise. So this is a battle. It is a battle. And we have to be fully armed. Jesus turns a word, and when he quotes this psalm, he inserts another word. Instead of established strength or a stronghold, he puts in the word praise. He says that God has ordained not a stronghold, but praise. And you need to understand why Jesus is doing that. And what is he, why, 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 why say praise and not a stronghold? Because you see, the word praise, the root word for praise means a story. A story. So when what praise is, the, the root of praise is you give God, God glory. Like in Psalm 8, you look at the magnificence of what God has done or the miracles that he's done. And suddenly, you begin to see God's story in people. Or you... Remember in your story God's greatness, and you can't keep quiet. You can't keep quiet. Oh, God, you've forgiven me. God, you've healed me. God, you've saved me. God, you've transformed me. God, you've made a way where I didn't, couldn't see a way. And suddenly, whoa, God, you're amazing. I love you. I praise you. Thank you. And you don't care who hears you. You don't. But sometimes... That care can quieten you down. But sometimes we just need to swing the compass, reorientate ourselves, and maybe reposition ourselves. Some of you who always sit at the back need to sit at the front. Just as an experiment for you. Is it different? Now, I know some of you say, well, I've got children and it's awkward, and, and that's fine. Listen, I'd rather have noisy kids down the front 
than disengaged parents at the back. Now, please forgive me. I, I told you at the beginning, there's no condemnation, but I'm going to provoke you. And, but if you want to just sit at the back, feel comfortable. Feel comfortable to stay there. And I'm trying not to look at the back row so that they don't get any eye contact with me, so that they're not thinking I'm talking to them because they always sit in the back row in that seat or that seat. <laughs> but uh, I just want you to have a freedom, to, a freedom to praise, a freedom so that God can be God in your story, so that your story begins to actually energize a life of praise that shuts Satan's mouth. It's not just your story, it's God's story. You don't praise him for who you are. You praise him for what he's done to bring you to the place where you are. It's always his glory. It's always for him. Praise has to always be focused on him. And it builds strength. But strength for what is my question. I've written it here. What for? Why do I need to be strong? He's the strong tower. He'll. But I need to be strong. I have an adversary. I have to determine to press in. I have to walk this life that God has given me. And I can make a choice today that takes me closer to him, or I can make a choice in this moment to walk away. So I have to continually refocus on his story that is my story. His grace that has embraced, uh, that has impacted my life. And it begins to strengthen me as I tell of God's story, of I, uh, and his goodness, and his grace, and his favor, and all that he has poured out upon me. And it's the revelation of God in me that energizes my praise. And I would say again, maybe if you struggle to praise, you don't have a greater, great enough revelation of him. You need to just dive into his word a little bit more. You need to hang out with people that have had incredible encounters with God and journeyed with him through extraordinary things. People who have conquered shame, looking at one person in the room. Because yesterday was an extraordinary day. People were set free in this building yesterday, and they will never, ever be the same as a consequence of yesterday encountering Jesus and the freedom that is theirs in him. And I'm telling you, their lives will be full of praise in a way that they weren't on, on Friday. It, it's amazing. It's amazing. This week has been the most extraordinary week. We are absolutely tired. <laughs> I'll add a different word in my head then. But, uh, <laughs> yes, sir, now that word's in your head, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, worn out, you are thinking, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. But I tell you, I wouldn't have missed this journey of this week. We've been up until the early hours. You can hear in my voice. I can feel in my voice, my chest is tight. My voice is tired because we've talked and talked and talked, and it's all been praise. It's all been gloryful as we've navigated this week's journey with some friends from the States. And, um, uh, oh, yeah, two of them, uh, two amazing ladies have been in our home. And if I say young ladies, I know they're going to be listening to this uh, because uh, Jeff told me he's, he's tracking it down. And I think somebody told him, Martin helped him find it. So, Jeff, we just want to say thank you to you as a team, from us as a fellowship here. We just want to bless you. Uh, there, some of them have just been dropped off right now at uh, Heathrow. 
And we pray that the pilot strike starts tomorrow, not today, <laughs> if at all. But uh, yeah, just thank you as you listen to this, Jeff. We bless you and your team and your church. So, so we've just had a ball. And it's all helped me praise with a strength this morning that is fresh for me. It's fresh for me. It doesn't mean I sing loud anyway because I'm noisy. You know, and I love the scriptures, uh, the Psalms, where it says, uh, shout to the Lord. Yeah, I want to do that. Um, somebody, I was talking to somebody yesterday because on Thursday, uh, they felt God was encouraging them to clap. The guys that were leading worship, just to clap. And I said in a conversation, that's, that's biblical. That's biblical. A clap offering. It's, it's biblical. It's a form of praise. But we become just, even though we're kind of international, we become British. And we lose the ability to be noisy or exuberant or energetic or enthusiastic. Well, on the inside, I'm enthusiastic, honestly. Honestly. <laughs> you see, the word praise, the word praise in the dictionary is interesting because it says enthusiastic acknowledgement for what deserves praise. That's what it is. It's the enthusiastic acknowledgement for what deserves praise. So you don't praise bad things. You have this enthusiastic acknowledgement. And I like that. I like words. So enthusiastic acknowledgement. That's my praise. It's enthusiastic. And it's acknowledging. You're great. And you're worthy of praise. I will, every breath in this body, I will use to praise you. It's enthusiastic. It's enthusiastic. You don't look very enthusiastic. <laughs> Some of you do. But it's enthusiastic. But it's, it's enthusiastic about the revelation of God that you've had. <gasps> Whoa, he's forgiven me. That sacrifice on that cross was for this man. Oh my God, you are amazing. You're amazing. Amazing that you would forgive me when I did that and that. And I was there in that. Oh, oh, and you watched me and you guarded me and you guided me from that pit, that place. And you brought me to this place where I can see you and sense you and feel you working in me. And your son is my savior. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not going to be outshouted by a stone. No way. No way. No way. No way. I'm enthusiastic about the person that is named in the Bible all the way through. I'm enthusiastic about his accomplishment for me and my salvation. I, it, his grace poured out. 
I'm enthusiastic about his love that I've experienced. I'm enthusiastic about the forgiveness that I've received. Whoa! I'm enthusiastic about his power at work. When I see demons flee, when blind eyes are opened, when legs grow, and oh, I'm enthusiastic about his power at work in this world today. I am enthusiastically grateful for the wisdom he pours out when he says no, Bill. And okay, Bill. I am so enthusiastically all about acknowledging that he is a God who is just. He is just. And that he is good. (laughs) He's good. But he's holy. He's holy. He's holy. I'm enthusiastic about the fact that he never changes. He is infinite. That he's all-knowing. That he's always here, not there, but he's always here. I'm enthusiastic about that. Maybe you're getting that from my tone, but I am, I am ratcheting down my enthusiasm just to save you <laughs> and your ears and your ears. But I am enthusiastic about him. <laughs> he is always faithful. I didn't hear what you said, but I'm, I know you're encouraging me. <laughs> He is always faithful and he's always merciful. Always. Man, oh man, oh man. When I am enthusiastically acknowledging him, it shuts the mouth of the enemy. Don't touch me or I'll praise him. You poke me, I give him praise. He'll leave you alone. He don't want him to have praise. He doesn't. You use it as a weapon. You use it as a weapon. You don't, you don't go, I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him. You just scare him to death just by praising him. It, it, it's reorientating your thinking, refocusing. Jesus is saying praise is strength. Praise is strength. God is saying I'm building a fortress in my people, and it's called praise. I'm establishing a stronghold in them, and it's called praise, and it's so that the enemy gets a poke in the eye with a blunt stick and a sharp stick. It's about being enthusiastic because it shuts him. He stirs the hearts for his glory. He stirs my heart for his glory. But it's for my good and it's for Satan's demise. It's for his glory, my good, and his demise. He builds, he establishes, he fortifies, he orders. Our understanding, our experience, our knowledge of him to be used for the praise of his name as we tell his story. As we tell his story, as we tell his story, his perfecting in me, his preparing in me, his providing in me, his arranging in me, his teaching in me to use my voice to sing his praises like a child, like a child. Why like a child? Why like a child? This was my thought. 
children. What are children like? You should have seen us when you weren't here. There were some families here early, and all their children had been abandoned by the parents. <laughs> no, the, the parents were in here. Some parents were next door. But all the kids, we gathered them to pray. We gathered them to pray. And we said, what are we going to pray for? And they said that people would have a great time in church today. Then somebody, one of the other children said that the Holy Spirit would have his way today. That's what we've been praying for you. And so we had a pile of hands. So I put my hand down, and then another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. And we were all in a big circle, and some mums got involved as well. And we had our hands there, and we prayed those simple prayers. And then we went, Amen. And these kids were engaged, engaged. And then this morning, I'm watching them down here, little ones, just, you know, walking around, arms up. It doesn't matter what's going on. But I'm praising, doesn't matter. Singing, singing, singing. They're not like you lot. They're free. And, and so scripture says this kind, this kind of praise, childlike praise. Well, so what's childlike praise? I just wrote something down. It's simple stories. Simply, simple truth, clearly told. That's the kind of praise. That's the kind of praise. Simple stories. Simple truth. Don't exaggerate. Clearly told. I, I live with a story that Joel told. And it causes me to praise. And it was the story of you on the boat when it broke down and you needed protein and fish jumped in your boat. And now I've got a mental picture of a boat nearly... I know, I know you didn't say it like this, but i got a mental picture of a boat nearly sinking because it's full of fish. Now, Joel never intimated that it was that many fish, and he didn't say that they were minnows or they were big fish. He didn't uh, illuminate or exaggerate. He just told a simple truth. He prayed for his family, and the Lord provided. And, you know, every time that, my, that story comes across my mind, I praise him. Yeah. I thank God for him, and I praise him. It's, it's simple. It's simple. He gets praise. And it does me good because I think, oh, my gosh, I need to hang out with that guy. He's got much more faith than me. He's got much more, <laughs> he's got much more about him than me. Now, maybe it's just different, but it's a challenge. I'm provoked. I'm enthusiastically encouraged by him. I don't mean to embarrass you. I'm sorry. But uh, just pull your hat down over your face. You'll be fine. No, people won't recognize you. <laughs> you see, <clears throat> I'm going to finish run out of notes, but I haven't run out of heart. You see, my praise of him, it strengthens me. It strengthens me. It strengthens me. When I realize that my heart is clean because of him, it strengthens, my, it strengthens me. My heart is clean because of him. He teaches me to discover more of him. I'm going to play you a song. I'm going to play it to you twice. The words are going to be on the screen. Because I want you to be able to see the words. The, the song is only two minutes. And it's called Clean. And I just want you to sit and listen. You might just need to look at the words the first time and listen. And then the second time, you might be able to just close your eyes and listen. And I just wonder if it might stir praise. Stir praise as you listen to 
the beautiful truth of what he is to you and what he's done for you. Because if you've confessed him as Lord, you're clean. He's set you free. He's drawn you closer to discover more of him. Just listen. Thanks. Precious blood has left me forgiven. Mm. Pure like the whitest of snow. stand what you don't have to just sit but when he when she sings a stand maybe you might want to just swing your compass reorientate Purify. 
Jesus. Because of Jesus, my heart is clean. I will stand and lift my head because He has set me free. There is no shame and no condemnation in where I've been. There is only glory and praise where I am going. So, Father, I thank You that in this space, we give You praise. That in this space, we silence our foe, your foe, with our praise for your glory. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. It's for you, Jesus. It's because of you, Jesus. Oh, oh, Lord, I bless you. I bless you. I bless you with my voice. Begin to just bless him with your voice. It's praise. Just begin to thank him. It's praise. Just begin to stand silently with your arms aloft if you want to. It's praise. Do it as a form of praise. Praise is strength. Do something that you don't normally do. Stretch yourself. Reorientate yourself. Swing your compass. Model it to your children. Inspire other children. Lord, let your glory come. 